ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Women the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. And I am Mike. And we are glad to have you join us here in the, well, I guess we're getting more spacious or less spacious confines of uh, Studio BBE here in the basement of B Ministries. Uh, there's been some um, remodeling and construction going on around us. So spaces are a little bit different. Should not make any difference in what we sound like. No, that's all outside of this room. Yes. So we're in good shape. If you would like to get a hold of us uh, or contact us, which is different than getting a hold of us, but um, you, you can, Chris just lost it. Um, <laughs> mid just drink. Come, you just, had to catch me mid drink. Just come give me a hug. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can reach us uh, on on the Facebook, as a matter of fact. Um, if you search for first name, blind leading, all one word. Uh, last name, the blind, all one word. Uh, then you will find us. Uh, you will find a, a picture of a pineapple with sunglasses. And that would be us. And so please feel free to uh, let us know what's on your mind. Yep. Uh, conversely. You can uh, get a hold of us via email. You send us an email. We have an email with Gmail account. Gmail? Email. Email Gmail. Mm-hmm. Blindpod at gmail.com. <laughs> B-L-I-N-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. There we go. I feel like, uh, what's that commercial? Every time I say that, uh, there's a commercial. Well, I'm not with you. Sorry. Uh, oh, that deck on a general. The general. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yes, we are uh, coming to you from Studio B in the basement of B Ministries in Marion, Ohio. I would say lovely and sunny Marion, Ohio, but it is not. It is dreary and rainy outside. Um, and it is early May. And the temperatures are going between 80 and 40, as a rule. Welcome right. to Ohio. Yes, yeah, so Ohio well, uh, weather has been well documented as being bipolar. Yeah, very much. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, current events. Like you said, there's construction going on here in the basement, uh, not necessarily to this room, although it is ongoing in this room. Uh-huh. Uh, but outside of this room, there are other changes being made lots of changes lots of paint lots of walls lots of fun things just to spruce it all up uh, so it'll be it'll be very very nice down yep. here uh and i think that's about I, I, is there anything else that's i think the news of the anything news. new around here i well around in our there was world? a new there was a new person in church sunday yeah i think they felt a little overwhelmed by everybody coming up and talking to them well, that's good. Which is a good thing. Yeah. 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 I thought I saw someone new. Yeah. I'm usually so consumed on Sunday morning with what's going on, I don't notice new people. Yeah. That's terrible, but... I Yeah. I just... I noticed before, and then I kind of mentally go to get ready for worship and... Yeah. And be there, so... I just happened to glance on my way up to... Put something, I don't know, do something on a music stand or something. I glanced and went, oh, look, there's people I don't know. And <laughs> evidently this is keeping you up. Are we <laughs> no, it, it past your bedtime? Uh, well, it will be here soon. <laughs> 4 a.m. comes early. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for, we've been on 10s for mandatory 10-hour shifts for over, well, all of April. Yeah. And, yeah, now we're heading into May. You'll get him in shape. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. Interesting thing. I don't know where we're going to go with the broadcast today because we don't really have a plan yet again. But we, we have a seed. We have a germ. We do. I don't remember what it is. I know that you and I talked yesterday briefly, but yeah. I don't remember what it is. I will, yeah. But but I had I, something interesting happened at work today. What did? What was that? Someone called me boss man for the first time. There you go. <laughs> It was very awkward. I didn't know they were talking to me. <laughs> uh, you were looking around to see who was yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, I was looking around for my boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Um, anything else I important? Think, I think that's really the, I, I don't know of anything else big going on. Okay. 
I'm just, I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't know. I do too, but I always feel that way. <laughs> I'm sure there's something that I'm supposed to be saying or remembering, and it's just not happening. So, okay. Well, I guess that means that it's time for the fun fact. <sighs> so, by the way, before we get into this, my beard smells really good. I use some beard oil. Okay, that's good for you. I'm very happy. I'm not smelling your beard. Not happening. Come give me a sniff, big nope, boy. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> My name ain't Biden, and I ain't that guy. I'm surprised you can't smell it from over there. It's pretty strong. Well, I'm, not, I'm pretty strong smelling, too, today, so. Well, working hard, are you? Uh, no, I just smell bad. <laughs> okay, uh, so my fun fact for today uh, is about insects. Okay, creepy crawly bugs. Yes. Army ants, in particular. Ah, um, I literally just screenshotted something on Instagram. I'll give them credit. There's a there's a channel on Instagram uh, page channel. I don't know what you call that, but uh, it's called. Uh, well, it's it's actually a, a hashtag. Uh, anyway, um, wilderness skills. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, they they uh, posted this thing here in uh, says army ants are used as natural sutures. I've heard something about this. Continue. Yes. Uh, their jaws are so powerful, natives will staple wounds by forcing the ants to bite them and break off the body, thereby uh. leaving the jaws locked. Uh, it can remain securely in place for several days while na natural healing takes place. How interesting. And uh, for your viewing pleasure, there's some photos of it. Oh, that's pretty groovy. Yeah. Pretty nuts, huh? Yeah. You'll have to post that so uh, y'all can see it. Yeah. Because I know we do not have uh, radio vision. We do not. Yet. Pot of vision. Once, you know, once we... Well, go on with your fun fact. You said you had one. I do, but I thought I was waiting for you to finish your thought. I will. Okay. I don't want to interrupt the fun factness. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so we can't diverge from the yellow wood in this case. Um, yellow wood being pine? Two roads <laughs> diverged in a yellow wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by. I'm very waxing poetic any, these any, days. I don't know why. Anytime anybody says yellow wood, I automatically think of pine. Yeah. I don't know Southern why. yellow pine, construction lumber. Iron a cat's back. Take out a mortgage for your mortgage. On your house. There's actually... Did you say higher than a cat's back? Yep. <laughs> I'm old. I'm allowed to say stuff like that. It's amazing the stuff you can get away with when you're old. It really is fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking full advantage of it. Oh, no, I'm nuts, too. Um, so here is the, the the fun fact. I think this is I think maybe the last one from, from little Jimmy. Um, I think there are a couple. But I did some research on this. The year is 1941. World War One, Two. I'm sorry. World War Two. I'm a history specialist. Um, World War Two is raging in Europe. The United States have not yet entered. Russia is being attacked. Um, much of Europe is under Nazi control, and the British send a submarine, Her Majesty's ship, or Her Majesty's submarine. It's still HMS Trident, um, to assist the Russians in some substantial way. Uh, that way is not described in any of the research, but. The Russian Navy was extremely grateful uh, to this particular vessel um, and so rewarded the, well, actually the, the uh, Russian admiral and the captain of this boat were um, talking and he was, the, the, the British captain was saying, well, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult sometimes for my wife who just had a baby and she's pushing the pram, the stroller, around in the snow. It's very difficult for her to do that. How they got on that topic, I have no idea. But in response to that, the Russian admiral gifted uh, this captain with a full-grown reindeer. He said, you need a reindeer to help pull that pram. Well, now, the only way to get the reindeer back to Britain was to put the reindeer in the sub. So they put the reindeer through a torpedo tube. I am not making this up. This is documented. So they, they, they got a winch or a hoist, and they... they shoved the reindeer through the torpedo tube backwards from outside to in and um, 
for about six weeks during the rest of the cruise, this reindeer lived on the submarine with the other 50, 60 guys on the submarine, in pretty tight quarters anyway. Well, they get back to Britain. Well, on the way, of course, they were eating, you know, the, 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 the admiral had given them some moss, which is reindeer food, but that quickly ran out. So they were feeding this reindeer scraps from the galley. And the reindeer developed a fondness for sweetened condensed milk. Really, really liked it, mm-hmm. which they thought was cute. They get back to Britain. Well, the reindeer and its fondness for sweetened condensed milk could not fit back out through the torpedo tube. So they had to rig something up to get it through a different uh, port, a different opening in this boat. <laughs> I could just, now, can you imagine a full-grown reindeer on a, on a boat that size? On a submarine? I, I can't imagine it, and I, I imagine that it would be very funny. <laughs> it would be. They named it Pollyanna, by the way, the British, okay. British sailors. And so this uh, reindeer lived out the rest of its life in the Regent Park Zoo. There are just so many now, interesting parts to this. But I thought it was for the guy's wife. Well, I guess he decided not to give his wife a reindeer. Perhaps she said, no, I don't want a reindeer. I would have eaten it. I died. I'm telling you, that thing wouldn't have made it back on that boat. Oh, I know. I'm surprised they didn't just go, ooh, look, <laughs> steaks, ribs, <laughs> food. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it was a gesture from the Russian Navy. Okay. That's well, it. That's, that's that's as fun as that fact's going to get, baby. I, I don't know. I feel like, ah, man, I, I think I would have embellished it a little bit and made it a little more fun. Well, I, Slicey dicey cookie grilly. Well, I think there would have been Santa jokes in there and yeah, oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff, yeah. but I just, I just decided to stick with the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. There we go. What's that from? That's Dragnet Joe yeah, Friday. Come on, man. Yeah. Don't mess with me. Yeah, yeah come on now. And By uh, the way, one what? of the greatest characters' names ever, Pep Strebeck. Pep Strebeck. That's the other guy. What? Yeah. You got Joe Friday and Pep Strebeck. I thought it was Gannon. Mm-mm. Well, in the, in in the Gannon, original, it was Bill Gannon. No, Gannon. Gannon was the boss. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm not so sure. My memory is different. Only because um, the actor that played the partner to Joe Friday uh-huh. um, was also the colonel on MASH. Yes, whose and name in the I can't newer remember. version of Dragnet with Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd, oh, he that, plays Gannon. That doesn't count. He, oh, he plays Gannon. Yeah, he does. Okay, the yeah, boss. you're. Right. I thought you were. Okay, I don't. This remakes. God, can we come up with nothing new? Hey, look, I was a kid when I saw the remake. So, and then I found out it was an older movie, and then I went and watched the old it stuff. Was, it was a TV show. Yeah, on every week. Yeah, yeah. But there was a. Wasn't there an older movie too, though? I don't know. Or they just made a movie out of the, the old TV show. I don't know. Mm. Wow, now I have the Get Smart theme song. In my head. <laughs> and the doors closing and the shoe and the, oh, goodness gracious. Well, now there we go. I'm gone for a minute. Well, that concludes our <laughs> fun facts. However, it does not conclude the funness. Mr. Wilson, what is today? Today is Tuesday. What is the date today? Today mm. is the 4th. May the 4th. Also known as Star so we're Wars. We're going to go Star Wars. I know. If I don't, my kids will be angry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I would just like to say to all of our listeners, may the fourth be with you. That's all. That's all I wanted to do. Are we done with that? <laughs> Why do you hate Star Wars? I, I don't hate Star Wars. I just never got into it. Okay. And I, it's just Any like. Any particular reason why? Interest didn't interest me. I'm not a big sci fi guy. I was going to say, please tell me you're not more of a Star Trek guy. No, I'm not. The Trouble with Tribbles. What? The Trouble with Tribbles. That was the title of the episode with the Tribbles. Were they little fuzzballs that multiplied? And... and Not a clue. Okay. Well, that was a Star Trek episode. Now, if you had said something like The Hounds of Baskerville, I would have known. Okay. Or A Study in Pink. He's a Sherlock Holmes fan. True story. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am too, I have to admit. I am. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, what was that? I don't know. 
I think there's a snake swimming through the plumbing. <laughs> Hello? Or a lizard or a dragon or something. Oh, boy, Pluto. <laughs> wow. That was goofy. Uh, hello? <laughs> no. That wasn't goofy. <laughs> I can't do goofy. Oh, here we go. Gosh. It's going to be one of those I can just tell. Oh, boy. Yeah, we need to get you some food. <laughs> I apologize in advance, folks. Um, <laughs> so, what was it that I had asked you? Someone had asked you a question about Paul, the Apostle Paul. Oh, okay. Was he like a celebrity <laughs> pastor that traveled all around doing conferences and conventions and special appearances and I, he had to promote his book somehow i guess that's all i know I just, that's all i could figure out but. he doesn't take a check for the church he just makes it off his books yeah. uh, so all right so i had someone ask me uh if uh if paul was the biblical equivalent well actually they, they said paul and peter and all the rest of the apostles mm-hmm. if they were the equivalent of like celebrity pastors in the United States today, like mm-hmm. like Joel Osteen or John Piper or uh, Stephen Furtick, uh, people that, you know, are well-known out there, right? Right. And uh, I said, well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I imagine, if, I guess if that's the closest parallel that you can, and I said, why? You know, and the, and the response was, well, I mean, if you think about it, all these guys do is travel around to conferences and speak, and everyone shows up to listen to them speak. Pretty much. And they can pretty much, uh, you know, call up any church and be like, hey, can I come speak at your church? And Yeah. And uh, people are begging them to come to their churches and stuff, and then conferences. And that's basically what Paul did. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, fair enough. I think it might have been a little different with Paul. I think Paul said, by the way, I am coming next month. I'm going to show up on your doorstep. Y'all be ready. You know, that's that's what I was trying to say to this person, but I failed, I think, to make the point. Yeah. Because if you, I mean, it, it is a funny thing to sit and think about, though. Right. What? Because Paul was more, Paul, the, Paul helped plant those churches. Right. And that's why he went to. And so they were his babies. Yeah. He was essentially like an overseer. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I know there are people today that consider themselves apostles. So they flit from church. So they go travel around from church to church. Um, and I don't know what they do, to be honest. I've had some experience with people who <laughs> said that they, they uh, they've said they were apostles. And, and, and if I offend somebody, I, oh, I almost apologize. Um, but I think they, there are people that just stay at a church for a little bit and then they move on because I don't know if they're bored or it's just in their nature. They're wanderers. They are the happy wanderers. Happy wanderers. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? I am a happy wanderer. No. Okay, good. You, I won't sing you said happy wanderer, and I went to, because I'm a wanderer, and I go round and round and round. <laughs> Which is excellent, because I'm an apostolate, and I go round and round. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I, I, can you imagine? You get, of course, you don't get a call, but you get a message. Uh, or perhaps Paul's advance man, Timothy, or somebody shows up and not says, "Not Philip, not, not Philip." <laughs> that article, that, that whatever it was you sent me, <laughs> was absolutely hilarious. It was great. We'll talk about that in a minute. But can you imagine? Timothy shows up, and says, "Oh, by the way, Paul's on his way. He'll be here um, uh, middle of next month." Because it wasn't like he'll be here Tuesday. People, can you imagine the reaction that people like Corinth or Ephesus or? wherever the church is in Galatia, would have. Hide the prostitutes and fatted calves. Oh Paul's coming to town. Golly, Miss Agnes. <laughs> there would be people who go, Paul's coming, Paul's coming. You know, like Santa, Santa in the, yeah, the Elf yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And then there are other people going, oh, my golly, Miss Agnes. Well, is- I, you know, it's weird because I don't have any anything to, what's the word I'm looking for, to, to relate it to, I okay. guess. 
in my, I guess I look at it like what, how people would have reacted if you just randomly got a letter at your church saying that Billy Graham's going to show up next month and check on you. See how your Which would be doing. moderately surprising if that happened. Sure, absolutely. Because he did. Well, I'm saying when he was alive. Oh, in okay. Okay. Um, and but, but I'm saying the 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 fame, the clout that he would hold in the Christendom realm. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I imagine that's how people would react, like, oh my goodness, yeah, this dude, like, why do people? Why 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 do we do that to people? Because I know Paul didn't feel that way. Why do we elevate them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul. Paul specifically said, "Stop that! Stop that! Stop that!" Uh-huh. Um, there are a lot of people that, um, even outside the Christian church, uh, leaders in various spiritual endeavors that are uh, that are elevated. Um, there's a, a man by the name of Paul Brunton. Um, uh, if you've ever seen the movie or read the book, The Razor's Edge. Somerset Mom is the author. I know the title of that book for okay. some reason. There's, it was a movie with Bill Murray in it, and the book is pretty good. But supposedly, it, this is sort of uh, the life story of Paul Brunton, who was a spiritualist, a very universal sort of thinker, the guy who popularized the phrase over self, the standing back and watching yourself. He's not a Christian. Don't get excited. Um, <laughs> don't start. Don't do. What here. was the phrase? Don't get excited. What was the phrase? No. Uh, over self. Over self. The over self. You are you, but there is contained in you an over self that... Now I'm intrigued. Okay. That um, actually watches what you do. It's sort of like a, a secular Holy Spirit. And it, it is and it is part of you. And it it is the good part of you. That tells you don't do that. You really don't want to do that. So if you listen to your over self, evidently you'll be a better person. Okay, this is all facetious. Don't. I mean, it's true. No, I'm this saying this is reality. No, no, but no, 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 I'm saying I'm trying to not bust into laughter because of the thought that's in my head. <gasps> you don't suppose that the over self is my it's filing a, cabinet? Oh no, it's Alexa. <laughs> Kind of is. We have an Alexa. <laughs> what if it's Siri? Or Siri, yeah. Well, are those combating forces? Mm-hmm. Like this? Hey, Siri. Oh, goodness, that was loud. Sorry. Hey, Siri. What's an apostle? In Christian theology and ecclesiology apostles, particularly the 12 apostles, were the primary disciples of Jesus according to the New Testament. Would you like to hear more? Yes, please. During the life and ministry of Jesus in the first century AD, the apostles were his closest followers and became the primary teachers of the gospel message of Jesus. Thank you. Does she say you're welcome or does she just... No, she doesn't. She's sort of rude. She's rude. My wife's Siri is Irish. Oh, really? If I had one, it would be Scottish. It. You can change it. You know mine would be Scottish. Yeah. Mine isn't Scottish because I can't understand what they say. <laughs> she tries to give me directions to somewhere, and I need to understand what she's saying. It's like Billy, Billy Conley <laughs> riding with you, trying yes. to tell you where to Dude, go. If I know somewhere you can download custom Siri voices. Like, <gasps> I want Billy Connolly. That would be so much fun. <laughs> he, one of the influences of uh, Robin Williams, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. Billy had, absolutely. He'd, he'd, he'd said that. I so. doubt it a bit. Yeah. That would explain why Robin Williams' uh, explanation of golf sounded like Billy Connolly. <laughs> because it was Billy Connolly originally. <laughs> was it? He, he, just, he just took the bet, which was okay with Billy Connolly. He, he loved his stuff being shared. The whole U2 thing. Every time I clap my hands, a child in Africa dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Robin Williams does. That's actually originally a Billy Conley. Really? But yeah, absolutely. See, I thought uh, comics were like, like, I'll kill you if you steal my bit. There, a lot of them are. But because um, I know there was this big thing with Carlos Mencia on about he was stealing bits off of people or something. Uh, people borrow stuff. They borrow germs, but 
you know, the seeds of ideas. Sure. I borrow germs. No, don't say that today. <laughs> I know. That's not good. Hey, can we're I have, have a cup of germ? We're going to have men oh. in black suit show up from the government, and they're here to help. <laughs> that's okay. They don't know where I am. I haven't been coded with the vaccine. Um Perfect. But, um, yeah, they were really good friends, and they traded material back and forth. They would, and Robin Williams said, this is a, I've, I've heard a bit of his, excuse me, where he said, oh, Billy Conley told me this. So it's, so it's kosher for those two. Awesome. So. Okay, so back to the over-self thing. Oh, okay. So we have, a, so, so according to this guy, what did you say his name was? Paul Paul Brunton, B-R-U-N-T-O-N. Paul Brunton. All Brunton. Okay. So Mr. Brunton says that we have a, a built-in Alexa. Sort of. That watches us. Yes. It's basically our conscience. It is our it is our higher self. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, the Holy Spirit without being God, holy. Without God. Right, sure. And and, and it's from a, a universalist Buddhist uh, kind of perspective where you can be a better person that you make your you take yourself to nirvana you improve yourself to the place where you will go to nirvana i've been to nirvana and that's kind of a shotgun of an idea but in Huntington, west virginia really mm-hmm. is you were at a concert or? yes oh okay <laughs> sorry it's one of the days man i i'm if they left huntington and went to canton doesn't that's kind of a dangerous idea why hank, hank williams senior Yes. Show in Huntington. I think it was Huntington. And then he drove to Canton. Or was driven to Canton. And he died. No, I'm pretty sure Hank Williams Sr., flip it around, died in West Virginia on the way to Huntington. Okay, maybe. Or he had just left Huntington. He, he was still in West Virginia when he died. Was he? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I know that. Well, it's okay. But I do. I know his next stop would have been Canton. After. If he, if he hadn't died... It's like me and the the spinners. I love the spinners. Rims? No, the spinners. The the musical group, Rubber Band Man, all that back in the seventies. Wow. Draw a blank on that one, bud. That's really scary. I always wanted to see the spinners. Okay. And so they were coming to the Beverly Hills Supper Club. In Beverly Hills Supper Club in Northern Kentucky. Um, they were going to be there the night after John Davidson. Was okay. There. Remember John Davidson, singer, television star. I do. Well, I had tickets. I had a date. What? I had a date. You had somebody to dangle it, on your it, arm? It was a female that was willing to go out in public with me. And <laughs> <laughs> well, back then you had more hair. Sort of. Yeah, back I did. Then. I had a lot more hair. Better then. hair? Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't silver. Was it red? Uh, it was reddish brown. Are you brown. a ginger? Reddish brown. No. I'm basically kind of a toehead when I was young, and then it got ready. You can see it in my beard. It's got all kinds of different colors in my beard. Cow too. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is too in the right in the right light. Yeah. I get red patches of red in there too. But uh, yeah, John Davidson played, and then that night the Beverly Hills Supper Club burned down to the ground. Huh. Closed. I was disappointed. But then years later, the spinners were going to come to Picnic with the Pops in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> picnic with the Pops. <laughs> oh, You're making fun of this. No, I'm, <laughs> I, I frequently laugh at the names that people give events. Yeah. yeah oh. this, was, this was symphony playing with, like, David Clayton Thomas did it. Bernadette Peters did it. Um, some pretty big names. But the spinners were going to be there. And I was all psyched because I, I just love the spinners. And so... You know, we, we packed the picnic. It was probably fried chicken or something good. And I went out there on the lawn of chemical abstracts. abstracts. Backstraps? Backstraps. <laughs> chemical backstraps. New from Did Hasbro. We... <laughs> chemical backstraps. Did we kill a deer in Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four backstraps on every deer. <laughs> it's not venison. It's forest. Um, <laughs> biggest rock I ever done did see. <laughs> so anyway... We get, we get there, and it's a little cloudy. Next thing I know, it opens up. Lightning, thunder, absolutely blasting weather. So we had to go. Oh, I, I was waiting on some victorious, they played anyway. Situation. They did, and I wasn't there. The person that I was with was terrified of thunderstorms. 
So we had to go. I have, I, I have never seen the spinner's life. I'm not sure that I will because I think they're mostly dead. I was going to say, I've, I've never even heard of the spinners. Have you heard of the drifters? Yes. Okay. The coasters, the platters. Boardwalk up on the roof. Okay. The drifters, I recognize. Yeah. Yeah. Ben E. King was a singer. The Rabbit Hole Central. Um, there is an interesting thing. There's an, a certain period, an era where every group was just the in some random object. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, man, let's start up a band. Cool, we can be the water bottles. <laughs> the stylistics. Yeah. The, yeah. the phones. <laughs> the, the ringing phones. Ooh, now that was a bell choir. Was it? I don't know. I'm just saying. I just made that up right there. The name for a band, wasn't it? The Ringing Phones? The Ringing Phones. Oh, The Ringing Ears. <laughs> it's a metal band. They have, I, I, would, I would sing their song that they have, but I would cause the computer to shut down again, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, could be. So anyway, I sent Chris this back to, back, I don't know, back to, I don't know, All whatever. the way back around to Paul. <laughs> To Paul. <laughs> if Paul had a band, what would he call it? Hmm. There's a thought. You see Paul as a lead singer? Peter on drums. It'd be a 12-piece band. It would be. Paul and the 12 buckaroos. And then Tom back there going, this ain't going to work. This ain't, I don't believe it. This isn't going to work. Um, <laughs> Tom, Tom's, the, Tom's the manager. <laughs> yeah. He's the, he's the booker. Phil, Phil, old Phil there, he plays the triangle. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> but I sent Chris this thing, and, and it ranked the 12 apostles according to banter. You want to describe banter? Uh, I don't know how properly. Uh, the ability to poke. To poke? The or ability to rub one the wrong way. Or, or the right Heckle. way. Or the the amount of effusive conversation and talk and did they have game? Kind of was how it was. Hecklers, <laughs> in some cases, yeah, yeah. But all the way from like you know, James, James the Less, yeah. sons of Zebedee. And, and Thomas was very low on the list. Oh, what a buzzkill! No, I don't believe it. Nope. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it either. Uh -uh. Come over here and touch. You put your hand right there. Nope. There, there's I, no I way you. I, I got to see it yeah. before I believe it. Yeah, either. that's yeah. So and uh, number one was, um, yeah. Guess. Well, he read the article. It's not a guess for him. Number two was Judas, which I thought was interesting, in terms of banter, but uh, his <laughs> his prominence in the whole what? chain of events. My phone's about dead, so I can't pull it up and look I, I, at it. I didn't read all of it. Oh, dude, I, yeah. I, I didn't make it to number one. How was John one? Yeah. What what facts do they have to, to well, back this up? Well, not a lot here? of facts. There is a great deal of supposition <laughs> and, and extrapolation. Yes, there was in the in the first four that I read. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I expected Peter to be number one, but he wasn't. He was, like he three, was three. Or, three or four, yeah. Yeah. So. As the official spokesperson of the apostles, Peter is the most famous one and always the first to be listed. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew was midway down the list. Yeah. Just because just everybody hated him. <laughs> Nathan... Uh, sorry, Nathaniel. Nathan. Nathan's hot dogs. He was a hot dog vendor. Uh, was number four. Feeding the 5,000 <laughs> hot dogs. Go ahead. I just see it now. <laughs> uh, number five was James. Uh, by the way, how awesome is the name Zebedee? Oh, absolutely. Like I, I feel like I want a, an old English bulldog. Name him Zebedee. Huh, that's a good idea. Why do you want an old English bulldog? I want one real bad. Do you? Always have. Okay. Terrified of dogs, though. Yeah, you're not really a dog guy. No. I have three small dogs <sighs> at home. They don't hey. count. You know what, though? I can honestly say, out of all the tiny dogs I've ever been around, 
Uh-huh. They don't sit around and yap. The only time they bark is if somebody's at the door. Yeah. That's well, it. they bark when I come over. Well, they bark when anybody comes over okay, for the I first know. few minutes. So I shouldn't take it personally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Andrew is six. Mm-hmm. Matthew is seven. Mm-hmm. Jude slash Thaddeus sharing eighth. Simon the Zealot. That's that. That is a great name. That really is. Which Simon do you mean? Oh, Simon. You know the Zealot. So not Peter. No. Who? Okay. So now who's Simon the Zealot? Because I missed this one. Okay, he's he, apparently in my biblical studies. He, I have he, missed this he one. Just he, he's just. I don't know how he got the name Zealot. Well, I'm sure he was zealous about things. Perhaps he was a little off the wall. Who's James the Less? Sounds like a British king. James James the Less. No, James the Less um, was differentiated because of the other James who was the brother of John or Andrew. Peter, Andrew, James, and John. J- uh, James and John were brothers. The other James. James the Less was... Jesus' brother? Didn't Jesus have a brother named James? Yeah, I think, I, I think James the Less may be... You know, I read that article, and it's just... So did I. Well, I... Okay, so how cool would it be to be Jesus' brother? It wouldn't. Or not. It wouldn't be. You would always be second fiddle. Right. Talking about, oh, always acting like he's perfect. (laughs) Mom liked you best. (laughs) Yeah, how about you try turning this broccoli into some Cheetos for me, homie? (laughs) Mom's not even looking. She's not even going to know. You know, there's an apocryphal story about Jesus killing a bird. Okay, dumb hillbilly here. What's apocryphal? uh, Not not gospel, not scriptural. It's a, you know, there's that whole set of books called the Apocrypha. There is a whole set of books that people sometimes want to consider them as part of the canon of the Bible. Ah. But they are not. Uh, they were not accepted into the canon of the Bible at the Diet of Worms. The Diet of Worms. Is that what you just said? I just said the Diet of Worms. Catholic Church had these things, and they were called diets. D-I-E-T-S. They were conventions, meetings, where they decided important things. And I think it was at Worms, Worms, where there was a place. France? Germany, I believe. Verms. It's the verms. Oh, look at that little puppy. He got the verms. Why are we going to verms? I have no idea. That's probably what they all said. Can we not pick a different name? Please, someplace else. I don't care. Vienna? I don't know. I'll travel further. No, we're going to the worms there. And um, Oh, my goodness. But there they they settled on. I'm sorry. You know, if this was the place, then they settled, oh my goodness, on the canon of the Bible, which is the books that they they felt were most accurately brought to us and should be included. So technically, they opened up a canon of verbs. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize. It had to come out or it was going to hurt the rest of the evening. A canon of verbs. Yes. (laughs) So I, when you said diet of worms, immediately the image in my head, this, this is going to take a minute. <laughs> Do you remember the Three Musketeers movie that came out that had Chris O'Donnell as D'Artagnan? No. Charlie Sheen as whatever the angry musketeer was. Okay. Kiefer Sutherland was one of them. Okay. I, I have a vague memory, but I don't really okay. remember the movie. No. One of my favorites when I was a kid. Big okay. deal. Okay. Um, anywho, there's a guy that plays the cardinal, the evil, the 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 bad guy mm-hmm. in the story. I imagined him in his cardinal outfit, sitting eating worms, a diet of worms. What did he get up early in the morning to do this? <laughs> because that would make him the early bird. <laughs> He's only allowed to eat worms. You know, if you went to the Diet of Worms, I think I'd stay away from the buffet. When they had, because that would just make me uncomfortable. It's not actually pasta. It's a different kind of wormicelli. Well, you could have earthworms, red worms, caterpillars. 
Yeah. Ringworms. They go in circles. Never had that. It's like SpaghettiOs. <laughs> if you step on them. <laughs> oh, somebody out there is going. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what's going on out there is click, 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 click. Why oh, it's going it, to be one of those nights for these two. <laughs> Why won't it turn off? <laughs> Make it go away, please. Oh, they're on every channel. <laughs> so how was that when you were growing up? I was what? The president was on, nothing else was on. Well, at that point, um, public television was not, I I didn't watch that much TV growing up. Um, Public television was not generally political. So if uh, ABC, NBC, and CBS, which were the three channels that we got, um, would have the president on, then you could go watch PBS. Or you could go outside and play. I prefer that. And that's generally what I did. Yeah. Although Saturday morning, for me, in my era growing up, Saturday morning cartoons was where it was at. For the first two hours of Saturday morning was was cartoons. All of my favorites came on Saturday morning, back to back to back to back. And that's the cartoons were off. Once about 9 or 10 o'clock hit, I was out the door running around the hills. Yeah. I I remember watching Bugs Bunny. That was really my favorite. They were always my favorite. Um, But, I mean... Did I see McGilla Gorilla and all that stuff? Yeah. Sure. But outside of Bugs Bunny, and and to this day, I'll sit and watch Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. Just because I think they're hilarious. Yeah. And they're they're not just for kids. There's some humor that's pretty funny that's oh. uh, that's more yeah. convoluted than than just, you know. Oh, yeah. Slapstick Yosemite Sam stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For me... There. It sounds like somebody is stomping upstairs. <laughs> Sorry for the pause, folks. I, Mike and I were listening to, well, I'm sure you could probably hear it. <laughs> Pastor Mike wearing his stilettos again? <laughs> Perhaps he's about to sing happy birthday to someone. That could be. That's a thing around here. Someday somebody will have to video that and then not publish it because it'll ruin us in the, in the community world. <laughs> I don't Church think world. There's a thought. Church world. Amusement park. Sure. <laughs> I apologize. Welcome to the roller coaster of serving God. <laughs> so many rides and none of them can be said publicly. Oh, it's just so much fun in here. <laughs> You know, there used to be a, a, a ride at Cedar Point called the Demon Drop. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that be fun? Yeah. <laughs> Except instead of the, the huge elevator situation that it was at Cedar Point, it could just be a small single-person confessional booth. <laughs> could be drop off your demons. <laughs> drop you into a vat of whole water. Well, no, when you enter the park, the demons can't come in. So you have the demon drop where you drop off your demon and you can, it gets a little wristband. And then on the way back out, you can pick your demon up again. Because oh, in gosh. church world, we don't allow those things walking around. <laughs> you could infect someone else. Oh, no. I'm, God says no more of that because this shut off. Oh, did it really? <laughs> oh, what? Something oh, no. happened. Oh, no. It says GarageBand has detected feedback. You have three choices. Monitor off your speakers. Monitor is off. Monitor on or no feedback protection. Huh. It, it was muted already. Did it stop recording? It did because it detected feedback, so it automatically just killed the recording. Maybe we want feedback. We beg for feedback. <laughs> Oh, wait, there it goes. Sorry, folks. 
we had a delay. It just automatically picked back up recording again. Isn't that interesting? Apparently, when it detects feedback, <laughs> it just stops. So nobody send any emails. We don't want any feedback because it'll stop recording. <laughs> no, we do. That's we a do. joke. That's uh, was, but we were discussing the demon drop. You had to say that was a joke. Didn't people not? No, people don't understand <laughs> me at all. <laughs> so we were discussing if, if, if such a theme park existed. Yes. And there was a ride called the Demon Drop, like the one at Cedar Point was. Mm -hmm. You said you could drop off your demons. Yeah, you can't have demons in church world. So you have to... Uh, well, you a, can. You just can't have them running around, though, right? Well, they can't be loose and, you know, infecting other people. So you walk in the gate, you get your wristband, and then your little demon has to go over to the Demon Drop and sit there and wait for you to get around church world. And then you can pick up your demon on the way back out. I wonder if anybody ever went to church world and didn't pick up their demon. What do they do with the demons? Maybe it's like, uh, have you ever heard, there, there's a, uh, what do you call those things? My brain isn't working. I need to eat. Um, there is uh, an urban legend okay. about Disney World Yeah. that there is some cavernous hideaway underground portion of Disney World where weird things happen and that's all i'll say about that and uh perhaps church world has such a place where they just store all the demons it could be could be i know a guy that worked at disneyland you could play the pan flute beautifully wait which one's which which one's in florida this, disney world is in florida okay, disney that's the land. one I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay okay yeah. apparently there, there's enough space to hold everyone in the park mm -hmm. under the park mm-hmm as a shelter thing. And apparently down there, there's some uh, interesting rooms where interesting things happen. Sketchy stuff, huh? Yeah. Hmm. At I, least that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's an urban legend type situation. I don't know. Supposedly there are, uh, runaways, orphans, not, not orphans, runaways who, uh, have hidden away or been found in Disney world who try to, hide in the park after hours and whatever, and they just become permanent fixtures of the park. Well, you know, a dwarf can't live forever, so they have to keep replenishing the supply. <laughs> How do you differentiate between the male and females? They both have beards. <laughs> Not even sure it matters at that point. <laughs> Why am I so demented today? You um, really are. You are off on, uh, you are in, in world. Okay, so so why are there not more church associations? That's where Church World started. So uh, networking. Networking. So you said church association, and I imagined a HOA for churches. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, so many things. <laughs> Do you perhaps know someone who would be interested in running that? No, no, not at all. Not at all? No, okay. please, no. Just wondering. No. Um, <laughs> it's populated by Karens. Karens? Church World? <laughs> or, the, or, the, or the Church Association? It's a, oh, yeah. And, and, there's not a lot of networking with churches. No, is there, there isn't. Why, why is that, do you suppose? You know, uh, I keep trying to drag it back. I know. I'm I don't so know sorry. why. Don't be sorry. It's kind of fun. I'm enjoying it. I know. It. I'm sure I'm, some people will be like, hey, you guys finally let your real personalities out. <laughs> this is why we try and stay to a topic, folks, because it's really hard to follow. Yeah. Just fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> uh, we only got, we, we don't have that much time left. We'll be all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then I can go eat. Um, so you and I were talking briefly about... Uh, you know, when you think about the church, the early church in biblical mm -hmm. times, mm -hmm. the networking was mm -hmm. imperative. Yes. Uh, and everyone knew everyone, right? I'm kind of assuming that. I, don't, I guess I don't really know. Well, I mean, as far as like leadership, right? Because you have basically the 12 apostles. Everyone mm -hmm. knew them. Yes. Knew of them. And then there's the, 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 the next generation, Apollos and people like that. Yeah. Timothy, yeah. et cetera. Uh -huh. Um, somewhere in our country's history, and I really think it, it is mostly our country. Mm -hmm. There has been this separation where, well, our church will stay over here and your church stays over there. And I don't want to talk to you about it. 
I wonder how much of it comes from the Protestant Reformation. Probably a lot. I would imagine when Martin Luther started tacking things on the front door of the church, that's probably where the axe started falling. Because, apologies, Um, somewhere there had to have been a rift. I mean, I mean, I understand the I mean, rift. There, there was a rift. Well, no, I understand that that, that rift between you know the Protestants and the Catholics. Mm-hmm. But even previously to that, you have the early church, right? right? And then here comes the Catholic Church, and basically you're going to be Catholic or we're going to kill you. Well, yeah, well, that's later on in history, but but that's really where the the wedge started being driven because oh, previous to that, if you were a Christian, you were a Christian. You, that's just who you were. You were either a Jew or you were a Christian or you were a Muslim. Uh-huh. And there was no, somehow the Catholic Church, not somehow, by force, the Catholic Church just said, By design. Yeah, basically said, we're in charge now. If you don't like it, we'll kill you. This is the right way. Yes. This is what you're going to do. Right. If you're not, then you're going to hell. Now, with oh, the, You can buy your way out of hell, by the way, just so you know, you know. You know, what's interesting is that within the Catholic Church, there is great networking. Oh, absolutely. But not so much, you know, in the modern church in America today, there's so many denominations. Right. And each one has their networking and leadership status, right? So I I was saved and sort of grew up-ish in my Christian walk in the uh, Cleveland, Tennessee Church of God. Okay. And I, I always say that because there are two different ones, probably more, but the the one that was based out of Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. Um, and I learned very quickly that there's, you know, there's an overseer, there's a, there's a national overseer of the mm-hmm. de- denomination. There is uh, on state levels or state overseers, there's district overseers, there's, Right on down, and if the overseer shows up at your church, it's kind of like when Paul showed up at a church. You know, this guy was in charge of all the denom- every church in that denomination in their area in that region. They yeah. were in charge, and if something wasn't right in your church, they were going to show up and fix it, or they just fire you as the pastor and bring somebody else in. Put somebody else in. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's another Church of God that's based out of Barberton. Yep. That's a different one. Yep. Um, I always describe it like uh, pew pew jumpers or not pew jumpers. My phone's still Bluetooth to the thing. Pew jumpers or not pew jumpers? Oh, how effusive they are in their worship? Is that what we're saying? (laughs) Well, yeah. Is this the jump shout boogie test? Oh, yeah. And and, and mine, mine was definitely all of it. You were all jump shout boogie? All of it. Everything this side of snakes? Uh, Yep. And some of them that weren't. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's interesting because I grew up in the Church of Christ, which is um, uh, there is no formal overseeing organization. Each, huh. each congregation is, uh, well, that's what they mean by non-denominational. They're independent. They make all their own decisions. Pastors and the elders of the church make all their own decisions. Sure. But there is uh, a networking um, where... Every summer there would be a convention. I think I've talked about this before, the North American Christian Convention. Yeah, you, because I re, I was related to I have a friend of mine in the uh, Baptist world, and they have yeah. a Baptist convention. Yeah, but everybody got together, and there were speakers and sure. preachers and yep. music and Bible Bowl and yep. just stuff going on. And, and but no one told anyone else what to do in their church. It, it purely was networking um, before that was a phrase. You know, it, interesting, the, the pastor that I, that was the pastor of the church that I got saved in, uh, wonderful human being, wonderful human being. He's passed away now, uh, Pastor John Sims, amazing man, amazing, amazing man. Loved people like you would not believe. But he, is, he was the uh, district overseer for our area. Mm-hmm. And so not only was he the pastor of our church, he was in charge of the overseeing of every church in our district. And so um, I never got to really see what that looked like outside of like church camp. Because when I, when we go to church camp, it's statewide church camp. So mm-hmm. every church of God 
in the state was at church camp. Wow. Every youth camp or every youth group in every church in the state that was a church of God was at youth camp. All at the same time? Age groups by week. Yeah. So like the whatever, 13 to whatever, high school age was one week, middle school one week. Elementary school, certain they break up by right, age. Groups, right, that's, right. That's how that was. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids, and uh, it was fantastic. It was yeah. one of it was some that of the greatest be. times ever. But when Pastor sent when we rolled up to church camp, it was like sort of what I imagine if Paul were to show up because everyone, everyone at the camp was like, oh, "There's Pastor Sims," and it was. He usually ran the kitchen. That was his job at church camp. And, Good for uh, him. He cooked and ran, the, and ran the kitchen. But if there was a problem in the camp, mm-hmm. it got took to Pastor Sims. Oh, really? And, yeah, whether it was a problem with the counselor uh-huh. or whether it was a problem with the kid who was acting up or, you know, something broke, whatever. And <laughs> they didn't take it to the state overseer who was also there. Oh, so they follow the chain of command. They took well, not necessarily because it wasn't chain of command. It was just that's who everybody went to. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, he had a presence about yeah. him yeah. where everyone knew that I can go to him yeah. and he will love me, yeah. and he will correct me, yeah. whatever. But he'll still love me. Um, I only met our state overseer once, mm-hmm. and. I didn't know him personally, so I can't say anything beyond our interaction. But we in the Church of God, they have these things called camp meetings. Yes. And uh, essentially, it's just a, if you don't know what that is, it's basically a giant conference where lots of all the, it, it is a gathering of pastors okay. from churches. It's kind of like church camp for pastors. Okay. <laughs> Except they don't necessarily stay at the camp. They all meet at the campground, the statewide church, uh, church camp. They stay overnight there, mm-hmm. but it's not like camp. They don't, <laughs> they don't go swimming in the pool and, <laughs> and hitting up the, the zip line. But uh, no, they, they go, they do that because the uh, affectionately named Nabertacle, uh, <laughs> the tabernacle, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, the large, large sanctuary okay. on the campgrounds. Okay. Uh, the teenagers affectionately named it the Nabertacle. Okay. Um, but it is uh, probably one of the only places that will hold that volume of people uh, okay. in the denomination. So okay. they literally hold it at camp. Uh-huh. Um, but essentially it's just like a like an overnight or a two-day deal where uh, it's just like a giant conference. They have different people preach. They have different worship going mm-hmm. on and breakout sessions and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's basically just like a networking conference where, hey, what's going on in your church? Hey, what's going on in your church? It's just incredible worship and incredible preaching. Every All the best, the best mm-hmm. of the best from the denomination get to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a feather in the cap sort of thing, too. Yeah. I, I only got to, to go to a couple of them as an adult, but mm-hmm. I, church camp was, was where it was at for me. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we had church camp. It's in- interesting enough. Um, uh, the guy who ran the church camp, yeah, was a man by the name of Ellis Wessner. Um, Fantastic name, isn't it? A great name. Fantastic name. His wife's name was Vonda. Oh, now don't ask me how that stayed in my head. Other than Ellis Did Vonda, have a diet of worms. I don't know. <laughs> I don't hope she was running the kitchen there too much because I ate a lot of food coming out of there. But <laughs> oh, Minnesota Lutherans, that was what the problem Lutherans. was. Lutherans, but. He was also the pastor of the Mount Vernon Avenue Church of Christ in Marion, Ohio. Huh. And I just I was driving by there one day fairly early after I had moved to Marion. And I went, huh, that sounds Alice Westner. And it just clicked. It was just one of those little serendipitous things like Brian McCants went to East High School and went to Whetstone High School in Columbus. We played basketball against each other once because he was two years ahead of me. And we got to talking about it, and it was like, oh, yeah, you guys killed us. They were state champs that year. They sure. were extremely good. Sure. But, uh, yeah, just the the way that people's paths cross. Yeah. So. Yeah. I came there from church camp. Okay. 
Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. Aren't you <laughs> glad about that? You're probably done listening to that that can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even. I, you know what's interesting is we kept coming back to topic. I know. We just go off on a little rant and then come back to topic. Well, that's kind of who we are anyway. It is. I mean, it, there was just there was no no. Uh, no restraint, no guiding light for us in here today. No, nope. But it was kind of fun. I enjoyed it. I yeah, had a good time. I love it. I mean, you should eat I've less. Had... You should eat less often. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> he said patting his belly. Uh, no, I've there's been a couple of people that have been like, "Hey, why don't you guys just just turn the mic on and just talk?" Kind of just did just that. hang out. Yeah, and that's kind of what I mean. We had a little bit of a direction there, but it's uh, I don't know. If you hate it, let us know. And if you enjoy it, I'm glad you did. Yeah, if you enjoy it, let us know. Uh, Thanks for listening through all of our silliness. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. Um, and the message stays the same, regardless of how silly or stupid we are. <laughs> Please, go find somebody to bless. Love you, bye. Bye.